Need more time? Want more from your business and your life? Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast, where, where, where you'll learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. Now, now, now. here's your host, Jonathan, Jonathan Milligan. Welcome to the Simple Life Habits Podcast. I'm your coach through the process. This is Jonathan Milligan. Thank you so much for the positive comments, and I always love getting email from you. You can feel free to reach out to me. And also, take a moment and go rate us on iTunes and share this message with other people. You know, our mission is real simple here at Simple Life Habits. We want to help you to learn how to work less, do more, and live your life with greater focus. As I'm recording this, we're coming to the end of the year, and it's a time for many people, it's a time of reflection. You get to enjoy the relationships in your life, and you get to understand the, the real meaning of Christmas, and helps you understand the real meaning and purpose of life. And then also as we head into the new year, many people use this time of the year to, to, to think about their goals, to think about what has maybe not gone right the last 12 months and celebrate the successes of what did and what we're going to do different. So whether you're listening to this and it is the end of the year or maybe it's the middle of the year, the principle I want to teach you today is something that if you add to your life, it will help you in every area of life. Today the topic is the joy of putting your mind in neutral. So what does that mean? Let's dive into it and let's talk about this for a little bit. When we say the joy of putting your mind in neutral, first of all, who am I talking to? Well, today this is a word for the overachievers. Maybe you're in that category with me, or maybe you're just an overdreamer, an overthinker, an overidea creator. If you're the type of person who loves to set goals, loves to learn, loves to improve their life, loves to live life to the fullest, there are some downsides. And the, one of the particular um, downsides that I've had to really fight myself over is learning how to just be in the present moment. Intentionally living in the present moment is hard for me. It's difficult. I'll give you an example. Maybe you're like me. I really envy people who can fall right to sleep at night. I mean, they lay down and they are out. My wife is one of those people. She can lay down and be sound asleep in 5.2 seconds. That aggravates me because I wish I had the ability to do that. My mind is racing. I'm thinking about different ideas, thoughts, things I read today, things I got to do tomorrow. My mind doesn't seem to ever want to shut off. So in that case, if you're like me, what do you do? Well, I want to talk to you about what it means to put your mind in neutral. So there's a few key steps here that I want to talk about. And this will really help you if you're that type of person where you're always pushing, the pedal is always pressed down. You're always trying to figure out how to get more done in your day, trying to figure out how to be more productive. 
well, what, what do you need to do and why do you need to put your mind in neutral? Well, here's the first step. The first step for me is awareness. You have to be aware of when your mind is elsewhere. You have to be aware of when you're thinking about work when you're at home. And when you're at home, you're thinking about work. So the idea is if you're sitting with your family and you're playing Monopoly, then just play Monopoly. Don't think about your work or think about your email or think about what you got to do around the house. Just fully be in that moment. Be 100% there. See, I'm a tenacious goal setter. I'm always thinking in the future, one, five, ten years. And while it's noble to have goals in life, if you're not careful... You never take the opportunity to savor the present moment. You know, I've been guilty of playing with the kids, but not really ever being 100% there. I often think, would it be great to have the mind of a child again? Think about the mind of a child. Most often, they're 100% engaged in what they're doing. They're not thinking about the future, or they're not thinking about everything else. They're just fully being in the present and enjoying that moment. Putting your mind in neutral can be extremely healthy in your life. But here's the next step. There's a second step to this process. If you're really going to be learn to be fully present, there's a habit you got to form, and that is to capture everything. You need to have a simple tool or tools to capture your thoughts. Because what often happens, is just the way our mind works, is when I... I could be riding bikes with the kids in the neighborhood and I come up with a great idea about work. Or I could be at work and I think about a bill that needs to be paid at home. And you could use this concept any which way that you want to run it. But the, the truth is a lot of times the stuff that comes up in our mind happens when we're out of that context. And the way that we overcome that and we learn to be fully present and fully in the moment is we just simply have a trusted system where we capture that thought. You, where you capture everything. Now, here's a couple tools that I use. I've simply used a 3x5 card that goes in my wallet and a small pen. So most of the time, no matter where I am, I've got my wallet at least. You can quickly and simply capture that thought and decide intentionally to procrastinate on that until later. I'm not going to think about this thought. I'm not going to try to develop this thought until I'm not going to try to complete this to-do until later, until I get back in that context. So that's one thing you do. If you have a, um, a smartphone, iPhone, you could use a Wonderlist app, simple to-do manager, put the to-do or the idea, put it in there. You could email yourself too. Another tool I love to use is Evernote. Simply dump everything in there, and that way I can process it or look at it later when I have time. Regardless of what you do, you have to learn the art of just capturing your thoughts. And when you do that, it's, it's a cleansing moment that allows you to get back focused in the present moment. Because you have no fear of, of losing that thought or that idea. And, and, that's the, and that's why it grabs our psyche for so long, is because when we don't write it down and we don't have a trusted system to review it later... It just stays in our psyche because we, we don't want to forget about it, don't want to forget about it, don't want to forget about it. 
So if you're going to learn to be fully present in the moment, that is an essential next step. Let me give you one application that can really help you to live this idea out. If you say, hey, that's me, I want to learn how to put my mind in neutral at times because I, I know that I'm robbing from my relationships and I'm robbing from my hobbies and I'm robbing from just enjoying a TV program or a football game on the weekends because my mind is always elsewhere, then I want you to engage in this rule that I have personally set for my life. It's called my personal 24-hour rule. I have made it a habit to unplug on Saturday until Sunday. So typically what I'll do is on Saturday morning I'll wake up, a lot of my family will sleep in. I will get engaged in the things that I want to get done. So my focus is I'm going to get this stuff done and I'm going to get it done before my family gets up and we get moving or get going for the day. So by 12 o'clock, I want to have all of that, whatever it is I want to have done, I want to have it done for the day. And then I'm going to unplug for 24 hours. That means that I am not going to be doing anything work-related. I'm going to unplug. Here's another way to look at it, and this really helped me. Take a technology fast. If you're a knowledge worker or you're somebody who works online or maybe you're managing a blog or you do anything online, maybe you're a programmer or you do certain tasks on the computer, then take a technology fast for 24 hours every single week. Maybe for you it's like me from Saturday at noon till Sunday afternoon. Or maybe it's all day on Friday if you have the ability to do so. Or maybe it's just Sundays. Whatever it is, I want to encourage you to institute this. Cause, and it'll be hard for you at first. It was very difficult for me. And when I say technology fast, that means I'm not checking email. I'm not looking in social media. I'm not reading about other blogs. I am not writing any blog posts. I'm not doing anything on the computer. I'm totally unplugging. We need that in order to be more productive. You see, there's a biblical law that exists in this that was set up a long time ago. It's the law of the Sabbath. We are human beings. We have to recharge. You know, think about this. Think about the most productive person that you know about. Maybe it's a celebrity. Maybe it's somebody who runs several businesses and is a billionaire. Even the most productive human being that you can think of right now is still human. They still have to go to sleep at some point. They can't go a month without sleeping. They have to have rest. Rest is required for us to be a human being. Not just physical rest, which is important, but mental rest. You know, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, the book calls this sharpening the saw. You see, what we often forget about, a key principle of productivity, is the art of rest, renewal, recharging. We forget about that. And what happens is we, we head into our projects and into our dreams and into our goals with a dull blade. And it takes us three times as long to chop down the tree when our blade's not sharp. What sharpens the blade? Mental and physical rest. 
So that's why instituting this 24-hour rule, at first it feels like it's counterproductive to, to where you're wanting to head in life, but the truth is it supports it. Not only does it support it, but it makes it better. You become more productive when you take time to rest. Try it. It's happened in my life, and I know it can be something that can be beneficial to you. So think about it right now. When could you institute this personal 24-hour rule? Maybe it's a technology fast. When is ideal, and when could you institute this? And then determine that you're going to see it through. Don't make excuses. Don't try to figure out how to, well, I've rested for 10 hours. I'll cheat a little bit and see what's going on. No, commit to that 24 hours and allow yourself to fully engage in other things. Fully engage with your kids. Fully engage with your spouse. Fully engage in a hobby. And learn to be 100% there. And just enjoy the simple things. What it means to sit around a table and play a board game and laugh and just enjoy being with those people. Go out to eat and just enjoy that. I really want to encourage you to give this a shot. And it will really help you in your life if you do that. So that's my simple challenge for you today. If you enjoy simple life habits and maybe you want to learn how to be more productive in your life, then I want to introduce you to something that's called the Get Productive Challenge. Many people have gone through this course, and I would encourage you to do the same. There's no cost. It's free. And you can get to it at simplelifehabits.com or specifically go to simplelifehabits.com forward slash GPC. It's the letter G, the letter P, and the letter C. And that's short for Get Productive Challenge. I've got a whole 30-day course. Each day is you, you take a simple step, and each day builds upon the next. And it's simple to add into your life. It, I've designed it so that it helps you to not only understand things that you can do to be more productive, but that you get the mindset. There are certain laws of pro- personal productivity that you need to follow. And so we cover that. We take some of the greatest books about productivity and we combine all this into a simple 30-day course. That's something that you can start today. There's videos to watch. There's PDFs uh, to download. Um, some brainstorming worksheets, design a simple life plan, and get more out of living an intentional life. So that's it for today. Thank you again for listening to the Simple Life Habits podcast. We'll catch you in the next episode.